Welcome to the Never Worn Podcast. You're here with Patrick. And Ivan. And on this week's episodes, uh, we have a bit to cover. Um, some of it restock related and some of it new fees and additions. But um, we're going to cover last week's releases, new fees for stock expires, additions to the Air Dior collection. Um, it's looking quite nice. Um, what's reselling outside of sneakers? And... Uh, the zebra restock which i know a lot of people sold when they heard about it and uh next week's releases so cue the music So, last week, we had the Yeezy Linens drop. Um, I personally didn't think they'd resell. I said that in the podcast. Um, but if people did go for them, you want to go for the small sizes, typically, like with most 350s. And those are doing really well. Actually, for the most part, a full-size run is doing quite well. Uh, at least, I think, $40 profits to 70 Uh that's all on selling on our favorite app. Could you Could be better anticipating locally. it to be for uh, retail, right? Yeah, I, I didn't think they would resell. I thought they'd be bricks because, you know, it has no pull tab. Oh, well, we all know that. Obviously, that take you take a hit, but still, 70 bucks when expected was to be nothing. That's, that's pretty good. Honestly, with that, it probably wasn't a hard cop because um, I'm sure a lot of people slept on them. Um, oh, Definitely. I probably could have copped some overseas with that, with fees, it just ease profit. So I didn't even bother. Um, I didn't even wake up for any releases today. So yeah, Rip. I feel like an idiot. It's all, it's all right. Don't worry. Remember um, Rumor Eagle? The rumors were true. There's going to be a reflective pair coming. Oh, right, right. But these had a reflective stripe. So I don't know how not the much same, more though. reflective they're going to put probably the whole shoe but we'll see yeah so we also had the air jordan 6 uh defining moment pack uh i think a lot of jordan heads were excited for these um just because you know it's a black and gold shoe it, it first released in 2008 i believe uh, yeah sometime something. back yeah it's been a while yeah, yeah. and I personally, uh, i've seen comparisons of the two pairs like the og in 2008 and these and these look actually quite a bit nicer i mean i guess over time materials start to deteriorate and not look would, as nice yeah and i would hope so they would come up with better material improving the previous stuff You'd, yeah at times especially with the price premiums exactly yeah, exactly gotta justify those 100 percent. so that is not reselling we expected that i think if you were to sell on right now with canadian retail um I think you'd lose five bucks, which isn't awful. But we also have to consider that all of these pairs that people bought were all online. So no one has in hand. And typically, once shoes come in hand, uh, prices drop. 
you know, that's when people are not mm-hmm. afraid to list early uh, and they start selling them. So we could see it drop further. So I, I'm personally... I, checked, uh, I was going to say, um, I know we checked like men's, how they're doing, but uh, did you end up checking how like kids and women's sizes are doing? I didn't actually, because uh, I, I believe those curious. sat on Nike. I'm not sure if they're oh, still they on Nike, but like hmm. when I woke up or when I checked uh, three, four hours after the drop, like they still had a few sizes in um, grade school, preschool, toddler. Okay, but, so that's um, a good indication that uh, reselling those is no go? No, no. Yeah. I th- it's tough, man. I think with grade school, there's very few pairs you can actually resell, right? You have your Jordans. You Sorry, your, your Jordan ones. Then your collabs, um, but you you have a you have a pair for toddlers, right? The Mars, uh, oh yes, Mars the Mars landings, my biggest L's. Well, not my biggest, but one of my biggest L's for shoes. Yes, I also have toddler, which is not an L. Uh, toddler um, Mars yards. So I have Sorry, Mars yeah. landings and then Mars yards. Sorry, I was talking about the Mars yards. Oh, okay, yeah, no, those are great. Those are great. I'm gonna hold on to those for a while. But uh, yeah, so it's funny. Mars Yards, you can sell for the high. Mars Landings, bricks. Absolute bricks. Huh. Yeah. Didn't expect that. No, but anyways. You can't, you can't win them all. Um, yeah, DMP6s, not reselling. Hopefully, if you copped, it was for personal and you had maybe some discount codes um, that you could have used. Um, but yeah, it was a pretty quiet week for releases. And. We just had a lot of news information this week rather than releases. So yep. we had some news for StockX buyers um, and fees. So Ivan, I, I believe you're well-versed in that. Yeah. So <clears throat> while you were might have hoped that the fees were decreasing, unfortunately, no, they're actually in- increasing. So uh, StockX said that, uh, a new processing fee of 3% will go into effect April 22nd, but uh, bids placed before that date will not be subject to that fee. And I think because of that, we're going to see a lot more shoes sell over the next few days um, before this whole fee thing. Oh, and one thing to, I guess, yeah, like I haven't said, bids placed before. So I guess if you have the highest bid before the 22nd, you're good. Um, unless people start to up bid because, you know, now it's 4% or 3% uh, higher. So expect uh, prices to go up a little bit. And this is a good thing for sellers in a way. Sort of. Yeah. And uh, eBay tweeted taking a shot at StockX, just, uh, you know, reminding people that they're trying to get in this reselling game of uh, saying that, whoa, we don't have any uh, seller fees or anything like that. Just come on over and uh, don't have to deal with that. Yeah. eBay with their no buyer fees and no seller fees. Clapping back. That was the same day about the news, which is funny. But what didn't they, what do they keep forgetting to say? Oh, they keep forgetting to say that uh, sellers have no protection with uh, eBay. I'll say they do, but... uh, all the scams happen on eBay in terms of yeah. uh, selling stuff. So so those fees are all nice and dandy, but if you're getting scammed all the time, that doesn't yeah. really prove much of a benefit. Yeah, you can save 12% in fees 
or you can lose three hundred to a thousand dollars worth of shoes. So once really they get picky. this whole thing fixed, um, I, no, you know what? If they really had this whole seller protection stuff handled, they could actually be a good, a big player in this whole market. Hundred percent. People actually yeah. start using them, and then on the plus side, when there's competition, we 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 as consumers start to see, you know, or sellers, or actually everyone in general starts to win because maybe the might decrease StockX might decrease their fees back and forth or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right? I think uh, apparently from what I've been hearing, um, apps like StockX are very much in the red. Um, they have all these fees, but they're still losing a lot of money. And that comes down to all the storage space, um, all the people that have to hire for authenticating, um, all the shipping fees they incur. Like in the U.S., uh, they don't pay, sellers don't pay to ship to StockX. Uh, in Canada, we do. It's an $8 flat fee. Um, but in the U.S., they don't pay. So that's coming out of StockX's bottom line. And um, yeah, apparently it's not a very viable business. Um, they're losing a lot of money, and um, but they're worth like what a, I think a billion, if not more than that, apparently. Um, so, well, that makes sense. Like you, like we already know that you know sneakers is a large market, mm-hmm. billion dollar industry. So I could see the valuation there, but like you said, the problem is is they're not making enough money. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't. I don't understand how they're going to be able to survive long term if they keep it up like this. The problem is too. Okay, you can increase fees or whatever, but then that just doesn't make it worth it. Or you might want to go somewhere else to sell it, either locally or use another service. It's really tough. Yeah, I mean, for StockX at this point, if they want to make profit, they got to increase their fees. But then it gets to a point where I can make as much selling a flight club, right? So. Would you think you would see them start this whole uh, membership program? Oh, uh, explain to me what you mean by that. Because when you sign in, right, when you use all their stuff, you don't actually pay to use their services, right? Like StockX? Yeah. Pay to Your ability which... to view prices, you know. Oh, no. Browse. So what if they start, you know, charging people for that, making you join a membership so you can sell, buy, view oh, for maybe God. like, I don't know, five bucks that... a month or something like that? Oh, I, I don't think know how they would, would be able to make money. I don't know if that'd be viable because there's a lot of consumers that are very cheap, like yep. very, very cheap. Um, this isn't the guys that are buying OnlyFans accounts. So, <laughs> um, it yeah, five dollars a month to some people is absolutely nuts. But then I guess there's a large uh, portion of sneaker um, resellers that spend ridiculous amounts of money on on proxies, uh, cook groups. But the way I don't necessarily mean like five bucks a month. I would say a dollar amount where they can be tapping people that normally wouldn't you wouldn't get money from, but also be cheaper for those regular sellers. That would be cheaper for you to join that program versus paying these fees. So it's kind of a win-win for both. Sellers oh, okay. would end up saving money. Right. Sure, they don't make as much money off them, but then StockX gets more money from most pe- people that don't usually sell. You know what I mean? At yeah. Least maybe less than five bucks or whatever. Whatever the number is, I don't really know. You have to calculate this stuff, but yeah, <laughs> you get what I mean, right? Yeah, they have the money to do that. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that could work. That could work. I, th- I think logistically there's a lot of things that have to be looked at with that. Um 
But yeah, they definitely should be looking at ways to increase their profits at this point um, without having to increase their fees exponentially. So yeah. we'll see what happens. So I don't know if uh, people are still paying attention to this, but you remember the whole Dior and Air Jordan collab? How could you forget? How could anyone forget about that collab? Because <laughs> it's been a while, lots of delays. It's true. But it's been so much time and so many delays that it, I think that they ha- had so much extra time that they were like, hey, you know what? Let's just release some uh, clothing along with the shoes while we're at it. So you could see here, well, if you were to look it up, they're releasing, I think, a crew neck sweater, a zip up, a t-shirt, a vest, shorts, uh, what appears to be, is that a button up? Yeah, that's a button up. And then also um, bandana, some socks, a tie for some reason. Why and not? I think the rest of the stuff appears to be some, what, what is that stuff called? Those carrying, those, hmm. When you go on trips, you have travel yeah. size stuff. Travel oh, bag. toiletries. Yeah, a toiletry bag. Toiletries a bag or something like that. Yeah. Then is that a card holder or like a phone case? So the Air Dior collection, I think it's nice. Uh, it's not bad. I think my favorite piece from it is the crew neck. Yeah. It's a bit flashy. I agree. You know, giant Jordan symbol, Dior. It's really nice. Personally, not a fan Actually, of the track jacket. You know what you would you you would enjoy more? Uh, the tie. So we yeah. can go flex and you go to work. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. It's pretty basic though. It's just a gray, gray bunch of gray. I have color. a feeling if you look close on it, it actually says Air Dior or it has the logo or something. Yeah, you can. Um, so you, if you see the tie, it actually has like the Jordan logo everywhere, and I assume it says Air Dior. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, there's. There's not a lot of pieces that I think are nice in this collection. Like the button-up, pass. The oh. the vest, pass. Shorts, I don't see anything special the about them. Jacket. Zip-up, boring. It looks some like I mean, generic the, knockoff jacket that you can find anywhere. Yeah, definitely. Something like a like a filler jacket you would yeah. find at Winners or something. Um. The t-shirt's not bad. I mean, it's a plain white t-shirt and has uh, the Jumpman logo on the on the collar. Um, socks, that's a must cop. Got to match with the and shoes. A pair Makes of those. sense, yeah. Only things I can afford. Oh, yeah. Probably. Do you know the retail of these uh, prices of all this stuff? No idea. But the fact that the Jordans are too grand, yeah. it's not looking good. No. That's what I'm it's afraid of. Good. This is Dior pricing. So... Yeah, it's not uh, it's not for everyone, and uh, there's definitely not going to be quantities for everyone either. Good point. And I'm sure half its collection is going to go to like VIP. So yeah, mm. fair yeah. enough. It's fine, but, but still, uh, it's you know it's just a bonus because uh, mm-hmm. before when the shoes are supposed to be you know more along their selling point, none of this was being uh, talked about. So. Yeah, I guess the verdict, pretty boring collab. Uh, the shoes are the best piece, and everyone's going to be gunning for them. But, um, yeah, personally, I'd only go for, like, two items and everything else I would uh, leave on the shelf. Works for me. And after seeing that disappointing drop, uh, 
one thing I've been seeing over the past couple of weeks with this COVID-19 and people being quarantined and all those things, um, there's a lot of things that are reselling outside of sneakers. Uh, and I've seen some very interesting interactions, interactions because of that. Uh, like, okay, the, the three biggest things that I see reselling right now, Nintendo Switches. Mm, yeah. Gym equipment. Uh, primarily like the Bowflex, uh, dumbbells and things along those lines. Interesting. And webcams. So... Two of those are very like, easily like explainable. But how is it that webcams? Where there's a shortage of them as well. Yeah, I guess like the supply they didn't anticipate this kind of demand, right? Because now everyone's using Zoom, Skype, um, whatever you can get your hands on to communicate with family, or, or school, school, whatever. Mostly it is. the school, yeah. Yeah. So that Logitech webcams have been going for I think like fifty to a hundred dollars profit. Wow. On most of them, which is nuts for a webcam. But yeah, it's not like all webcams. I know there's some that are uh, doing a lot better than others. Um, but yeah, so you have your webcams, then you have your your, your uh, gym equipment, which is to be expected. Um, all these guys, that their life is about the gains, oh, and now right, they're stuck at home. Right. Right? Um, I guess that makes sense. So now, remember the... So if you have one of those uh, treadmills that's been sitting in your house for like, I don't know, five to 10 years, now is the time to get rid of it and actually make some money or get your money back. It's the only time yeah. is now. Exactly. Because, uh, yeah, after this is over, no one's going to be wanting to buy a treadmill because I'm sure they'll already have it at this point. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you have gym equipment you're not using, resell that because uh, you'll probably get your money back now. And I guess the main thing that I've been reselling in term or I've seen reselling during this time is like the Bowflex adjustable dumbbells, mm-hmm. which are actually really, really cool. Um, and they've been, from what I've seen, like at least a hundred dollar profit a a dumbbell, which is pretty good. Yeah, but their prices um, aren't low to begin with now, are they? That's true. Yeah, retail is quite high on those dumbbells, like four thirty Canadian. So yeah, yeah. hundred dollar profits. So that's like a six hundred dollar dumbbell that people are buying crazy that's yeah that's yeah and then something that people think is unethical or from what i've seen is reselling nintendo switches well i wouldn't say that's so, crazy but it's kind of a pain that people yeah it's it's definitely inconvenience yeah so virtually nintendo's never been great at, at supplying their products that that's that's been known uh, when the Nintendo Wii dropped, there was a shortage. People were they were selling out, and people couldn't get their hands on it. So, and that was what like a decade ago, mm-hmm. and nothing's improved really. Um, except now, this is totally out of their control with uh, the closures in China. Uh, I know things are reopening, but I'm not sure to what extent. And yeah, so a huge lack of supply for Nintendo Switch, and there's a huge demand, right? You have your kids at home. People are probably playing a little bit more video games now, so there's a huge hype around this Switch. Across the board, kids, adults, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of, like, people that buy sneakers, uh, sneaker resellers that are getting into flipping Switches. Like, I want to say, oh, God, probably over 10,000 units of Switches over the past couple weeks that have been bought have been bought by resellers. 
It's absolutely Damn. insane. They're taking all the stock. There's news articles on no them, one, news see, articles on bots that are buying shortage. them. Oh, yeah. That's that's why. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of people that say it's unethical. Um, they're comparing it. I saw one. She, she or he, I'm not sure um, who they were. But uh, they were comparing it to going to a grocery store, okay. buying out all the stock in the grocery store, and then reselling yeah. it. And it's like, how can you compare a luxury good, <laughs> a luxury item, to an essential need? I, I don't get it. Like, you don't. Just go buy your kid a PS4. They're just so Why frustrated. do you got to buy your kid a Switch? Because uh, it's actually yeah. for them, and they don't want to admit it. They're just upset because no, they've been yeah, trying maybe. to get it for so long. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's people it's perfectly have been calling. Fine. Just be more patient. And if you can't be patient, it's a luxury item. Which is, well, that's the real issue here: is people not being patient and actually paying these ridiculous prices. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, but I mean, I I kind of get like the uh, the desperation to get one. Like you're at home every single day, like every waking minute. Yeah. You can't take your kids outside to go play or anything like that uh, without people going nuts over it or you getting fined yep. so you got to find ways to keep them entertained entertained indoors so i get it but once again it's, yeah it has nothing to do with being ethical or anything like that no absolutely not i just find it hilarious like some people take it to extremes and people get really mad when they see people trying to flip switches they get so upset <laughs> so needless to say i bought six so this should be fun We'll see how this turns out for you. What kind of interesting yeah, messages I mean, you'll be getting. Worst comes to worst, I can just return it. But I think the ups, like Karen's tears will be enough to get me going, you know? Yeah, at this point, it's the money's nice and all, but just the reaction's better. It's what makes it worth it. Yeah, like I want to get funny messages. As long as I sell units, I'm okay with getting, you know, three, four, five messages saying I'm a dirtbag. See, it's know? the little things in life that bring joy, you know? Yeah, yeah. You 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 gotta have fun too. I mean, I play my video games, but uh, I like seeing nasty comments from people every once in a while. But yeah, so during this time, random things you never thought would resell are reselling. So I'm not sure how long we'll be riding this Nintendo Switch wave. Uh, I think it's already getting close to its peak because I don't know, man. There's only so many people that need to buy True, one. True, but even the ten- the lights are reselling. Yes, yeah, they you know, are. The, I'm not sure how much. That's but. crazy. Who who would buy a light uh, and yet pay yeah. over retail? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, those things, it's just a glorified handheld system at that point. I, I thought about buying one, though. Apparently, the build... Um, sorry, this is totally off topic for, for the podcast, but like the build for the Nintendo Switch Lite is actually very nice compared to the actual Switch. Like the quality is better. Really? The the buttons are better. Yeah, yeah. Apparently they use better materials, huh. interestingly enough. So might have to get one in hand and see how it feels. If you can. But uh if well <laughs> I don't need to buy it now, do I? True. And I'm not too worried. If if I can hit six Nintendo switches, I'm sure I can get yeah, uh, a few lights. Wait for in. the next restock. Yeah, exactly. Um oh well, yeah, but people are going nuts like People are going to shoppers because shoppers does have yeah. uh, video games. So some of them carry Nintendo Switches. So I know a lot of people are going to like shoppers like every day. Um, pe- people are monitoring and bothering Best Buy, EB Games, Toys R Us, The Source. Any site oh, yeah. is Toys R Us still exists yeah. here. 
just just it does. One yes, it's true. <laughs> it does still exist. We still have Jeffrey the giraffe. Yeah. But yeah. So that's uh what's currently reselling outside of sneakers. Um very interesting. So we had some news this past week that personally annoyed the hell out of me and uh, made me upset about this certain shoe. Uh, and Ivan's very well versed in in this specific pair. So Ivan, what news did we hear this week? The good old quote unquote super limited zebras. Yeah. So we had uh, a couple Instagram posts about this at our uh, NVR underscore WRN Instagram account. And yeah, it was at, at one point zebras were extremely limited. They're reselling for over two grand Canadian and yeah. even US, I think, at some point. Right um, at the start, yeah. They were a gold mine. They were a gold mine. You can and only really get them at their th- Adidas and yep. the, they were supposed to be the most limited to date. And then a couple of months later, restock. And now, yep. supposedly, it's restocking again. Yes. This so, is all rumored, though, but yeah. Right. Um, it's a rumor and it's gone to a lot of like sneaker news outlets already, but yeah, the zebras are restocking June 27th. Um, so personally I am holding a pair and when I saw the news, I was pretty upset and I, you know, you go on stock X and you just refresh and you just see prices drop and drop and drop. And that's just, every time you hear restock news, just go to stock X and just see people panic, sell everything. That's the problem um, too. It's awful. Just it's all yeah, and they do it to themselves, right? Like you don't yeah. need to panic sell. Um, I think buyers are still there for the pairs. Sure, they'll be like, "Oh, maybe I can go for the restock." But a lot of people maybe don't know about the restock. They it's not know just they won't that. Be able to get it's their a hands rumor. On it. It's not something that's no, for that, certain yeah. too. And on top of that, he's been wrong before. The source for yeah. this news. No, that no, they have been. Because remember, they before they said there's supposed to be another uh, restock at this date, but it didn't end up happening. And now they're saying, mm. basically saying it will happen again. But the difference is this one, they're saying it's going to be exclusive to Asia, the restock. Yes. So, yeah, a couple of days ago, um, apparently some of the sneaker news outlets went uh, to try to find confirmation about this. And they received confirmation that a restock will be happening, but it's it's only in Asia. So if you panic sold, I'm sorry, you should have held. Um Yep. But that's just the way this game goes, right? And that's what happens. Can't win them all. Yep. And uh, we don't know, I guess, how big the restock will be. I imagine it'll be quite big, uh, being Asia only, but uh, time will tell. I am still going to hold my pair and try to get top dollar for it. Obviously not too grand, but uh, I'm not taking <laughs> 400 close. Canadian yeah. for it. Yeah, definitely yeah. not. So yeah, that uh, that was some big news this week. Not good news either. But um, now let's talk about next week. Next week we have a few drops, um, different in their own ways. So the first one we wanted to cover was the the four twenty Nike Dunks. So Nike released a a four twenty inspired shoe ten years ago. It was a Nike Dunk High. Um, I don't know if they call them skunks or whatever, but it's a 420 shoe, all green, has some purple, you know, like, a, I guess the purple haze strain of 
marijuana, I guess. Um, and now they've inversed those colors for these. Uh, the fabrics stay the same or whatever they've used. And um, these are numbered out of how many, Ivan? 420. 420. Nice. So these are going to resell extremely well. Definitely. I don't even know if we'll see any pairs in Canada, to be honest. When it comes to numbered stuff, it's usually only in the States. And uh, expect these to go for over a grand, maybe over two grand. Because the original release 10 years ago is is going for roughly two grand. And um, this one being more limited in nature yeah. won't do worse. When you, when you number something, Same. automatically, you know, increases hype so much. And the resale value by a lot as well. Yeah. So if you can secure some pairs, secure as many as you can. These are these are going to do really well, extremely well. Um, and they're dropping on the twentieth. Again, Wait, we have no what? idea if any. They're source... dropping on April twentieth. <laughs> oh yeah! How ironic. Four twenty. Oh my 420. god. Four twenty. Come full circle. <laughs> now that I think about, it, I don't even know why I said it. It was quite <laughs> obvious when the release date was. Um, yeah. We don't know if they're releasing in Canada. Um, I don't think they will be because we haven't heard any news and it's two days away while well, we're recording this. So people in the States, good luck. And um, let's move on to shoes that we'll see in Canada. So Nike Air Fogs. We've seen lots of pushbacks, uh, lots of release date changes, and uh, we're still not seeing the sale, col- the sale colorway. Um, just the that has been black. rumored for a while. Yeah, yeah. Even though it's been pushed back one three times, this is it the fourth time that uh, they've released just the sale? Yeah. Well, yeah. A release date, I mean. Mm-hmm. Well, the sale colorway, I'm not sure, but the triple black, yeah, those are guaranteed to release uh, next week. Um, it's already on all the Nike sites. Um, I'm not sure if boutiques have already received their pairs. Uh, it's probably delayed for most of them. Um, but that's just like supply chain issues, if anything. Yeah, that, make, yeah, um, course, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, we're getting triple black fogs this Saturday. Uh, fogs, so fear of gods. Um, and it's not. It, it's it's the nice silhouette. It's the the high model, the Nike Air. Um, it's gonna do well. People are really hyped about them. Them being triple black. Uh, retail is very high though. Um, these retail for four fifty Canadian, Ooh. so it's it's steep. It's very That's steep. A pretty penny. Um, and we have seen this model like not do great before, but um, I think this should. I think you can make at least a hundred bucks off these. Um, come release, I don't think they're gonna be widely available. It's gonna be hard to get, and um, people like triple black, and they're highly hyped after all too. Yeah. After all, this, fear of God. all these yep. delays and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, as of right now, only Nike is getting them from what we know. Um, and so Nike.ca, so sneakers, uh, they'll be releasing on the 25th at 6 a.m., I believe. Um, but make sure to check the site to verify the time. It could be 6 or 7 a.m. Um, we'll be going for them. Hopefully the bot comes through this time. Fingers crossed. We'll see. Here's the time to prove it's worth it. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Sorry, to show us what it what it has to see if it can uh, pull through. Yeah, let's see. I I, I don't have luck, so I I, d- I doubt it'll go well. 
Um, but enough talk about my crappy look on Nike. Uh, we have another pair of shoes. Actually, this is two colorways. And again, we're not seeing these in Canada. Um, I don't know why Nike, sorry, Adidas is refusing to to release these outside of the three cities that they designate them to. But um, we have two more models of the 700 MVNM, I guess movement in a way. Sure, we'll call um, them that. Yeah, 700 movement. That's what we're going to call them. So we have two colorways. They're both releasing on the 25th. We have um, a phosphor colorway. So it's it's like a... Pee-pee yellow. I'd say a glow. Yeah, like a lime glow. Or not lime, lime lemon. Lemon? I told you. Yeah. It looks like pee to me. Okay, there you go. A pea glow color. Um, so these, the phosphor, are only releasing in New York City, London, and Tokyo. Um, I'm not, maybe DSM, New York, will get pairs, and I think you can usually get those to Canada. Actually, no, wait, no, New York, I don't think they ship to Canada. I think only DSM in Lo- or the UK ships to Canada. So you can still try the London, uh, but regardless, it's going to be hard to get. Um, True Miles is quite nice. It'll do well. We just won't see them here, unfortunately. Yep. And then, so there's another colorway releasing in three different cities, LA, Paris, Shanghai. And usually I like to say if you're in those cities during that time, but you probably don't want to be traveling right now or abroad. I'm sure you'd like to be home. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, this uh, bone colorway. Um, so it's like a cream and off whitish yeah. color. Yeah, um, this one's gonna do really well. They'll both do really well because they're gonna be limited and hard to get. Um, so if they release online, definitely try for them. Uh, it's a good shoe. Seven hundred and yeah. they're region exclusive, so they're always they'll they'll fetch a good amount of money. Yeah, I'm I'm shocked that we haven't got a single one of these colorways in Canada. Honestly, I don't know Not why, one. and it's pretty annoying. Like, yeah. we're a large city. Why don't we get it? Yeah, where's Toronto? Why is Toronto not on one of these releases? They're always hating on us, huh? They really are. I mean, it's probably worse for other cities. Definitely worse. I'm sure Toronto at some point will get them. Oh, but, I see. Yeah, it's the reality we're in. And uh, if you want to touch them in Toronto, you're not going to. Unless you so. import them. But yeah. 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 Hopefully you have uh, some some nice friends in other places. For sure. But uh, that's that's it for this week's podcast. Um, we've hit all the points. Uh, we're seeing more Air Dior uh, collection information was great. Uh, nice to see, but um, yeah, it's it's kind of slow for releases with all these pushbacks and supply chain management delays. It's gonna be again, like we say every week, it's gonna be an interesting time. Yeah. So, and thanks for listening to our podcast. Don't forget to follow us on our social medias at nvr underscore wrn, and see you next time. Catch you guys later.